to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome to the Runner X Podcast. This is Coach Caroline. I'm here with Coach Valerie. Um, okay, Coach, we were talking today about watching, like, watching yourself and, and how you feel about watching yourself. Can you, can you expound on what we were talking about this morning with that? Yeah. So we had a clinic this weekend and I tell people all the time when I very first started teach, teaching running, we used what's called gait analysis. So we didn't have iPhones back then. So we got out the <laughs> video camera, right. And right. we film you running so we could see you running. Well, it's kind of like somebody filming you dancing. You're like, mm-hmm what, <laughs> you know, like right. you've never seen yourself. And then all of a sudden you feel exposed and then oh, you yeah. feel awkward and you feel uncomfortable. And then you're thinking, oh my gosh, I didn't even know I was doing all that. So it's a, it's a huge, strange emotion because most of our running, if we see running, right, we see our race pictures that get, we get to pick which one we want to use, right? Usually coming across right. the finish or smiling at the camera or you and your friends take a picture after the run with your medals and <laughs> right. I mean, it's, yeah. You and you go, to, Don't use that one. I'm blinking. Right? Or- <laughs> <laughs> right. So all of a sudden no one's ever, and people have always asked you, uh, how far did you run? How fast did you run? No one's ever said to you, how were you running? You know, yeah. so all of a sudden we're having you think about your movement and it really does. It's a very awkward feeling. And then all of a sudden I'm like, not just we're going to watch you run, but we're going to teach you these drills that are just like bouncing around drills. And again, people feel completely like two left feet, <laughs> you know? Right. And so I always like to say to people, no one's watching. Like when, when someone sees someone running, they're usually like, wow, way to go. No one's evaluating you or judging you, right? Right. So or they might be saying, you know, I, I mean, I'll be honest. When I see somebody running, it's usually, oh, what a beautiful day. I'm so jealous. Or, oh, my God, you're coming up on a hill, right? I'm not. Well, now I kind of look at them a little bit and go, gosh, I should stop them because I'm a coach with you. And I kind of want to say, <laughs> but right. that seriously is like third on my list of it's a beautiful day. I wish I could be out there. I wish I was running. I'm not looking at that person and evaluating them. I totally am self-absorbed and thinking about me. Of course. And that's, <laughs> as, I mean, that's, yeah, that's everybody. That's completely natural. But my point is when I say to people like the drills, for example, or a prime example of if I feel awkward or uncomfortable, I'm much less likely to do them. So I have to say to people, really, no one's paying attention. You know, like right. if you're doing drills or you're practicing running, it used to be, even for me, when I very first started, people were like, what is she doing? Now people are like, hey, what are you doing? See, it's a, it's a nice shift. And so that's the thing. It's, that's what we were constantly doing, right? But once, I will say this, because I film people several times in a clinic. And of course, in our membership, we do check-ins. And so people start to get to a really great place where they're like, instead of judging their movement, they're more like, oh, I see what I need to work on. And then when they see the benefits of their practice in their movement, they can see it, they can feel it. Wow. Right. That's so nice. Well, that's really powerful too. Um, When you brought up the, what we used to do and 
you know, we're not that old guys. We're talking like I married my husband in 2004 and he was into golf at the time and he would go to a golfing coach who would set up the, you know, VHS deck, right? Set up the, the camera on the tripod and they'd have to go back into the computer and plug it in and watch it. But it was the same kind of thing that you do with, with that we do now with the iPhone. But that at that time, that kind of analysis to have that kind of um, ability for somebody to watch your movement, to slow it down, to show you where, like it was showing him his stroke, where his stance was, where his hips were, like everything in his stroke. That was reserved only for those people that were going to go pro. And I think people don't realize that being able to work with you in that kind of intimate manner of I'm going to show you, I'm going to send in a video of me either doing a drill that we're working on, or in some cases, hey, I've got pain in my hips. You've said, show me your squat, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so to have a coach that watches you and analyzes your movement, that is, that is priceless. That's really priceless, guys. And I think we get wrapped up in this feeling of she's going to judge me. I'm going to look goofy on camera, whatever that those thoughts are. And it's really keeping them from, from progressing. Is it not? Oh, absolutely. Or even just, I mean, also, by the way, you have to have that mindset of you're worth it. Like people will say to me, well, I'm not really a runner. Well, of course you're (laughs) a runner. Why are you signing up for a marathon if you're not a runner? That's, you know, or a half marathon. And anyone that's, you know, here's the thing, people that are in the front of the pack, the professional runners, the elite runners, you guarantee someone's watching them and helping them with all of their training. So when people think about getting a running coach, it's always about the plan, the plan, the plan, the plan. And I'm about, Hey, let's make sure first, you know how to run. And then of course people are like, I didn't know there was a way to learn how to run. I didn't know you were supposed to learn. So, I mean, you have to go through this, you know, this avenue (laughs) to find, to find that, you know, and and in sports like golf, swimming, anything else, really videoing yourself is weightlifting. They film themselves all the time, totally looking because there's a standard, but that's what it goes. That's exactly right. So you work out across at a CrossFit gym, you owned a CrossFit gym, and I've just started working out with you at a CrossFit gym. And that was one of the things we talked about was that idea of videotaping yourself. And we joke as, as people that go to the gym, I used to go to, you know, whatever LA fitness or lifetime or whatever. And I'd see people videotaping themselves. And our initial thought is, oh, they're so narcissistic. It has absolutely nothing to do with the narcissism. Well, okay. Maybe well, some, not people, the some people, some yeah, people, <laughs> but all in all it's I'm yeah. videotape. You videotape yourself to watch your movement. Right. Right. So explain that. uh, Like I just explained how my husband did it with his, with his golf coach. How do you do it? And I want to take this totally outside of running because I want people to realize that videotaping yourself and having somebody analyze your movement is so profound and it really happens in so many other sports. So explain a little bit more about in the gym when, when you do it, when you would do it. Uh, well, usually we do it with, uh, with a weightlifting movement just to make sure you're, you know, holding big part of it is holding your shoulders over your hips, using your legs, not your back. And for a lot of people, they don't sense that they're doing the movement incorrectly because you're cueing them and you're saying, you know, whatever it is you're saying, if you're saying lead with your hips, sit down, you know, hips down and they keep pressing their hips back or lifting their shoulders instead of their hips. Well, sometimes you just have to show them, 
because yeah. obviously the it's not translating. They're not they're not sensing. So it's really cool because then once they see it, and this is the main thing, and it goes back to running. With every movement, there has to be a standard to measure against. Right. How do they know what it looks like? So you show someone that's doing it with the correct standard. And in every movement, by the way, go YouTube, every movement, you will find a standard that's accepted, right? Like the Olympics are coming up. Well, I guarantee you the swimmers can't just pick how they want to do their swim stroke. Exactly. (laughs) Or how they're going to jump or, I mean, anything else that's there. So it's very important to realize that no one still, there's still no agreed standard of running. So here we come and say, well, we have one, but there are elements that everyone will agree upon. For example, the running pose itself, having your ears, shoulders, hips in line, anybody would agree with that. That's a chiropractor, physical therapist, coach. That's a standard that everyone agrees upon, whether it's whatever sport. So you're at least starting with something that makes sense. And then the rest of it is just, you have to honestly believe that we're saying that we know what we're saying. Right. Well, let's back up a little bit because you brought up swimming and I want to take that into track and field and this whole Olympic thing. Because as a swimmer, um, when you're on the block, because I used to do swimming in high school, granted that was back when Stone Age, you know, before color TV. I'm kidding. We had color TV. Um, My point was you had to have like both feet on the block. Um, When you did your flip turn, you had to, depending on the type of flip turn, you had to make sure like you flipped in a certain way. And then when you came back and hit the wall, like both hands had to touch. There were certain things you had to achieve. Like and if I was doing freestyle, I couldn't switch to breaststroke and then do freestyle and then come back. Right. Oh, I'm tired. So I'm going to do like side stroke here for for a little while on my 500. (laughs) Right. Right. So that's so that's what people have to understand when we're talking about a standard. It's a set of rules from which that things are measured, like you said. So in in track and field, it's the same way. If there's a false start, if somebody um, clips, I'm going to assume if if I were running on a track and I get off the track when I'm running, I would probably be disqualified if I cut a corner, right? There are are, hurdles. If I hit the hurdle, you know, if I'm doing javelin, how I throw it, there are there are ways that we do things and yet nobody looks at, like you said, just that, that runner, that, that runner, not even sprinter, but sprinter and runner that, that they are doing a standard of movement. And, but if you tell somebody, if you asked a PT or you asked a coach, well, shouldn't their shoulders, um, ears and hips be in line? You're saying, of course they say yes. And then when you show them that everybody passes through pose, isn't that a standard? I like 99% of them would say, Oh, well, I guess, guess you're right. Yeah. They all pass through pose. And then how do they go faster? Oh, well, they push their legs out and they, they push off the ground. Right? That's what it all gets, goes to hell and ambassador. Right. It's almost like they believe in, they understand the idea of the pose. They understand the idea of even um, maybe falling, but they don't get the idea of pulling. Right. That's what I feel like is missing from it. Exactly. But, um, talk about that sprinter. We had a discussion, I know, on one of the IG channels about the difference between sprinters and distance runners. Because didn't somebody say, well, sprinting is like totally different? 
Well, I mean, that's a general belief for everybody. And so (laughs) if running has a standard though, it's like swimming in open water versus swimming in a pool. You're still swimming. Right. Right. So that that's the same with sprinting and distance running. And we're talking about road running and sprinting. The gait cycle stays the same. The fall. And this is the same thing though. Like you said, pulling and pushing, but really if we're not going to talk about gravity, then you're also missing what's going on because sprinters naturally fall because they right. are running faster. They have a better relationship with gravity. They are hitting the, they are definitely understand pulling because they have to get off and on their foot so quickly. So there's a lot of things that sprinters have adapted to. So they have a more natural running technique than a marathon runner who actually, right. they don't even, I think the elites do, but I would say the average recreational age group runner uses very little to no drills in their training. They're not training muscle elasticity. They're not doing posture exercises. You know, they might do some stretching and they might, you know, so it's very important that people when they get, get injured, the, <laughs> they stretch. Yeah. 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 So the, I'm the, not challenge, I, I, the challenge, I feel that in my hamstrings, I'm going to stretch. <laughs> all right. And it's also kind of elitist because sprinters are held you know, at a higher thought, yeah. like, well, they're sprinters. So running the distance running, I feel like kind of got shoved aside. They are just, everything's about mileage, just mileage, right. mileage, mileage, but everything's about mileage. Like I'm just going to get better at running. If I run more miles yet, not talking about how to get better at running and sprinters do skips, like they do skips and they do jumps and they do strength training and they work on the ability for the body to be able to handle running and distance runners just think I'm going to run and run. So the difference in the gait cycle itself is only the angle of fall. This is what's so cool. Everyone runs through the pose. The running pose is the same for all of us. We all need to hold our ears, shoulders, hips in line, all of us. Right. And then what happens is sprinters, we have 22.5 degrees angle available to us. Sprinters can use all the way up to that. Probably starting, by the way, guys, at like 15, 16 degrees. Wow. And the recreational runners, we use like zero to six. Yeah. But you also have the ability to use, I mean, you know, sky's the limit for you too. And what's amazing is the sprinters, the faster they run, the more upright they seem. The naked eye can't catch the fall. Yeah. So even when they say it, I mean, they, they'll tell you, they're like, I feel like I'm flying and I'm sailing and I'm, you know, I mean, you can see it. They look so smooth and in distance running, like we're trained to think we're supposed to be suffering. We're supposed to be pounding the pavement, suffering, you know, like it's like part of the, the badge yeah. of honor. <laughs> so well, and that brings us, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. I was going to say that brings us back to like the whole videotaping yourself. We had somebody in the membership when you were talking about falling, she happened to catch you during a live and she caught two different versions. You were doing one where you were just drilling, right? And then the next one you showed how if you uh, start moving with your hips, you know, letting your hips Uh guide you, right? She all of a sudden, she drew a line where your ears, shoulders, uh, hips, ankle, right? And then she did another line and she all of a sudden saw it that it was like, if you were going to, we talk about the pie. If I was going to go at 12 o'clock and cut a piece of pie, right? We're not talking about 22, 22 degrees right off the bat, right, guys? That's yeah. Olympics. That's <laughs> a, we're talking about a sliver of like a degree. We're talking right. about 
you are on a diet, but you are really craving this piece of pumpkin pie. So you would grab like a sliver of pie. And like you said, it's imperceptible to just the naked eye. But when you videotape yourself and when Coach Valerie looks at you running, she stops it and she shows you just like this, this uh, runner did at you. And it, it just gave her, she had an aha moment that she's been working on for a really long time. And I just think it's really powerful. And as runners, you mentioned too, we don't take care of ourselves. We don't find, we'll spend $300 on a pair of shoes because it says that it'll be more comfortable because we don't want to run, right? Because running can be hard, (laughs) but we won't learn how to run correctly so that running isn't hard. Breathing is hard. Right. And, and <laughs> it's crazy to me because or we sign up or we sign up for a race that's beyond our abilities. Oh, you know, yes. All, <laughs> yes. like I'm going to sign up not. for a marathon because if I sign up for a marathon, then I'm going to get in shape or then it'll make me like running, you know, these kinds of things. Right. Yeah. And, and first off, can I just, I'm going to piss everybody off. If you've just started running, please run for I'm going to say at least 12 months before you even sign up for a marathon, your body needs time to adapt. It it just does. You can't. Then you also please come into our, to our membership and learn how to run correctly. But I, I, it makes me crazy when I hear, especially celebrities that say, Oh, um, you know, I just, Chip Gaines, I love him to death, but I think he did a marathon after because they decided to do one and he signed up and did it in like four months. And I'm like, oh, God bless you. But <laughs> you know, it, it, well, but there's also a huge difference between just finishing a marathon and yeah, running a marathon, that's true. you know, that's so keeping true. that, keeping that in mind. But that's it. But I will say this because I've run a lot of marathons. It really is a lot more fun to run a marathon when you like to run. I mean, it oh, just yeah. really is. I mean, it changes yeah. It changes your running forever. And then the distance becomes truly about um, managing your volume and managing your mileage rather than managing your suffering. You know, most of the people that come in the membership, unfortunately, they came in, they come in because of an injury and they didn't meet their goal because of it. Right. So right. we always talk about that. Like we would love to be a preventative, but we are definitely here for you um, as a recovery. <laughs> and then, and then finishing back with the, with the video analysis, you know, same thing. It's, it's also not that we want you to be perfect. Like I'm not showing you your video to show you everything that's wrong with you and all of these things. I'm showing you your potential of what already is there. Most right. people have no idea that they actually already run through the running pose. And I love showing people that when your body is in the running pose and everyone gets there, all of us get there in our gait cycle, your body lines itself up. It knows where it wants to be. It's, it's almost wants to show you. And so when people see that and I'm like, and look, you're even falling right here. And then every one of us, our foot comes off the ground when you start to see that these elements are already in your run and all we're doing is making you more efficient in what you already have, then you realize we're not taking anything away and it is natural. All of those things you hear other people say, we're just helping you find yours. Right. And that's, that's where we'll end it. But let me just put this little, this little pin in this guys, before we wrap this up is that everything she's talking about, it is natural. So Please, as you listen to our podcast, what we're trying to tell you is 
stop trying to control it. <laughs> Let go, fall, and learn to run pain-free. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runrx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit.